Welcome to the Blimey Cow Fancast. Guys, today's episode is monumental for the Blimey Cow Fancast because I am with none other than the Josh James Taylor himself. Josh, are you there? Hey, I'm here. Josh, it is so good to have you on this here Blimey Cow Fancast. Yes, it's it, uh, it's good to have the Blimey Cow Fancast exist. Oh, you're, so you're much so too kind. Th- thank Actually, you for that doing leads it. Very well. That leads so very well into this first question that I have pulled up here. Are you ready? I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Okay. You can take as long or as little amount of time as you would like on said questions. Are you right. ready? I, I think so. Hope so. The first question is: How did you first hear about? The Blimey Cow Fancast, and what were you thinking when you heard about said podcast? I think that when I heard about the show, it was the Jordan Taylor Fancast at the time. Correct. And I believe at the, the first, I probably heard about it was from a devotee of the show, uh, Victory Ice. Okay. Uh, and she would always... It was it was it was probably her or like Emily Bretts. All those guys would would message me and just be like, "Dude, have you heard this show? He has this recurring thing where he like talks about you and stuff on the show, and it's always so <laughs> funny. He he calls you Joshy Pop Lemon Drop. Uh, it's so funny. And so if if ever anybody told me that it was like especially funny, I would go like pull up the episode and listen to it. Yeah. Um, but then when it became the Blimey Cow fan cast, then yeah. that's when that's when I I started listening all the time. <laughs> All right. Great, great answer, Josh. Thank you. Thank you. The second question comes from none other than my mother. Oh, hey, Are Mom. you ready for this? Mom Mun. My mother asked a very mom question. Are you ready for this? <laughs> I hope so. It's so mom. Are you ready? I'm ready for the mom question. If you were to have a child, mm. would you homeschool said child and why? Well, Mommy Mun, I, I believe I would homeschool said child. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was, uh, we were homeschooled growing up. I enjoyed it quite well. I feel like I wouldn't be where I'm at if I had not been homeschooled. Uh, I wouldn't have had as much time to goof off and figure out what kinds of things I enjoyed while I was in middle school and high school. Uh, and I also kind of feel like the only thing that sort of derailed me figuring out what I wanted to do was going to college. Uh, and and mm. I feel like there was like a gap of time where I wasn't really doing stuff I really enjoyed <laughs> for a few years. And then once I got out of college, it took me like a year to get back into what I enjoyed doing. Um, yeah. And there and and I I probably kind of glossed over, but there were things I did enjoy while I was while I was at school. I got to host my own radio show, which was a which was a bug really? that I, that I had. Yeah, yeah, and it was broadcast all throughout Nashville. So. Um, what? Yeah, so you were famous even in college. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, and I and I loved that part of it with all my heart. If that was all that college was, I, right. I then college was the the most fun thing ever. Uh, hmm. Out of curiosity, where did you meet Kelly? wasn't Wasn't that at the uh, college? Uh, I no, I met her in high school. Um, oh, okay, we went to the same. Well, I I say we went to the same homeschool co-op, but we only started going to the same homeschool co-op because I found out what co-op she was going to, mm. uh, and wanted to wanted to go to said co-op. I uh, see. I, we met at a birthday party. A birthday uh, party. Yes, a friend's sixteenth wow. birthday party. I still have the invitation to this day. I kept it. And as you guys a, just hit it off sake. huge, huh? Uh, not 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 exactly. Uh, oh, but. Uh, it uh, it was it was the long game, Malachi. I played the long game, and it eventually paid off for me. It was definitely a uh, 
uh, a thing where I had to I had to win her over a little bit, Malachi. Oh yeah. Well, it looks like you played your cards well in the long run. I think I did. To, yes, you yes. got the girl. In the I end. got I got it. Yes, I made it happen. Classic Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one question is: How did you know that Kelly was the girl that you wanted to marry? Oh boy. Uh, Especially from such an early age, because normally you don't find the person that's going to be your hmm. wife when you're and you already like like them like when you're like 16 or however old you were i like i have a personality that i just get like whatever i'm uh whatever i'm into like the thing the Mm -hmm. thing that i'm interested in Mm -hmm. uh be it like a movie or Mm -hmm. a hobby or if it's a if if it's like a a a love interest like i'm just like Mm. all in and so like there were only there were only like a very select i never like i hear like i would have friends growing up like oh i we i dated this person i dated that person i had a crush on this person i had a crush. I like was never that way like i would yeah. i was very much like okay this is the person this and is then, it and then there was a, a a specific like hard like cutoff like no now it's this person yeah. it only happened a few times and so i okay. feel like when i was 16 or i guess i was 17 when i met kelly uh-huh and, and you uh, never you never hard cut off and moved on to someone else no, you no, that Kelly? it was too it was too late for me after I met after I met Kelly. That was that was pretty much it. I tried to tell like once I thought it wasn't going to work out, I tried to mm-hmm. kind of make myself uh move on a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh this is definitely there was the years of drama Malachi uh oh. that, that went into into this well, relationship. Of course. I mean, Just years of drama. Uh, we, as is in every relationship. Yes, yes. But we I think we we started dating like 3 years after we met, but I mean, pretty much from the the night I met her, I thought she was mm-hmm. cool, and we had a lot in common and stuff. But it just the the timing uh, was never quite right. We were young too. I mean, we were young right. when we got married. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think she was sixteen. I was seventeen. So we started dating when I was like twenty or something okay. like that. And uh, yeah, how did I how did I know? I I don't know. We just had a lot. In, we just had a lot in common. Um, yeah. And uh, she was very easy to talk to. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's the most cliche thing is sometimes I just I just knew Malachi. I just well, I just there knew you she go. She was the one. And and how did you propose to Kelly? Because my thinking is you're very infatuated with Kelly. You had to play. You had to play the long game. Yeah. You had to kind of go a little. You couldn't just go. She wasn't exactly recuperating the feelings <laughs> the same way you were sending yeah. them out. She wasn't. You know. So, That's right. So my question is, you might be wanting to once you start dating. Pull out the ring at a That's pretty right. early time, and so you might you might have you might have had to wait a little bit before you did, or did you yeah. just straight up go we, for it? We, uh, I mean, I knew I wanted to marry her like bef- like from the time we started dating, but um, I made sure I had a job and stuff set up. Uh, yeah. So we, and again, we were very young, so uh, I think I proposed about let's see, we started in August twenty eighth. 2008 so it was a little over a year after we started dating uh, yeah. it was november of 2009 when i proposed and then we got married the next summer okay. um but i proposed uh i took her i i found an excuse to take her back to the church where we met uh, oh. at the at the birthday party uh really the, the, the oh, that's church cool. was the birthday party was at this church and so i found a way to uh, we happened to be we went on a date um and we happened to be driving past the church on our way back to my parents' house. Yeah. And uh, I, so I had my brother uh, give me a call and say, "Hey, I left my football." Because uh, at the time we <laughs> were still going to we were still going to that church, and so right. Uh, 
And so my brother called me, hey, I left my football at the church. Would you mind going by? Uh, and uh, basically had to make a base. He's like, oh, yeah, I know, I know. I happen to know where the key is to get into this locked church and blah, 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 and all <laughs> stuff. And, and uh, turn the alarm off. I happen to know all yeah. this stuff. Uh, but thankfully, the folks of the church uh, were on board with it. So anyway, so I just uh, I kind of orchestrated us to end up uh, in the in the exact spot where we first met. Uh, because when we first met, uh, Jordan and I used to record music together uh, in our in, in the bedroom. We would just hit record and just have acoustic guitars and play like funny songs. Uh, so the night that we met, I was like handing out CDs to my friends because uh, we had just put out one of our CDs, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and uh, and so that you just was how dropped I, a new mixtape. Yeah, that's how I was dropping a mixtape. Yeah, and nice. uh, and uh, so that was how that was how Kelly and I met was me like handing her one of my CDs. Um, uh-huh. and uh, making a fool of myself. And so I just I set up that same uh, situation. Uh, and uh, it was like, oh, hey, this is exactly where we were when we first met. And then I got down on <laughs> nice. one knee and I uh, pulled out pulled out that bling. Nice. She's crying. She says yes. Oh, heart it was felt. great. Heart it was good. Wow. Yeah. My heart is moved. Yes. Now, you started incorporating Kelly into your YouTube channel, Blimey Cow, very early on. Mm-hmm. How did that kind of start out and what was Kelly's kind of idea or what was she thinking, do you think, as she started being in these videos with you and she started seeing the other side of Josh, the very, very nerdy (laughs) video type side of you? Yeah. I mean, she knew what she was getting getting into uh, when when we got together. Uh, But, I mean, she definitely didn't. And that that was definitely something that has evolved over time. I would say to this yeah. day, unless she's doing very specific things, like she, there's certain characters she really enjoys playing mm-hmm. on Messy Mondays and stuff. But overall, like she she doesn't super enjoy being on camera uh, yeah. a whole bunch. Like it's one of those things where she enjoys it because it's something fun we all do together. But like if if uh, if she had her druthers, you know, maybe uh, it wouldn't be her favorite thing in the whole world to do. Right. Uh, but like I said, she has characters she really enjoys playing. Like whenever she gets to do the edgy Kelly character, she always has a good time with that and yeah. uh, that sort of thing. Um, the whole goth Kelly type of thing. Yes, yes. Kelly's, uh, I, Kelly's acting has really evolved I know. lately. It's, it's, gotten a, it's gotten a lot better yeah. than when she first started. Like not saying she was a bad actress or anything, no, but I, she's gotten yeah. really talented at it and being it's like naturally fits into your guys's uh messy mondays and stuff and it's it she's just really good at it and she's talented and it really stands out and i like it yeah i think a lot of that is is just uh we kind of finding like oh here are the things that work well right uh for how you like to act and i mean it's the same thing that we've done with me and jordan as well where it's like you know there's just certain characters we end up playing more often than not uh like i will end up playing more characters that are like offended by things or <laughs> are reacting uh, uh, in like a, a disgusted way to something uh, just because that's like when I'm playing like a cartoon version of myself, that's easy for me to do. And I, I Jordan probably has the most versatility of, of all of us. So that's why he kind of ends yeah. up playing just whatever is needed. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. From when you guys first started Messy Mondays, how did how did you kind of figure out that Jordan's going to be the guy. And I don't, I'm not going to really, because from early on, you weren't really in these Messy Mondays uh, videos as much as 
Jordan was. Jordan was really the guy, mm-hmm. and you were really behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So how did you kind of come to that decision, or did it just kind of come natural? It's just Yeah, I think it was just kind of a natural thing, and it kind of evolved just because back when we would when we started, like, Jordan's messages, it just kind of became clear, like, oh, I guess you're just sort of... it. Uh, we I think we just kind of decided it was funnier if within the show... It, it kind of within the channel it was like Jordan was in front of the camera and I was behind the camera and not just in like the you know I write the videos or I edit or you know I'm recording it but like mm-hmm. in terms of like the the uh whatever you would call it like the the storyline of whatever of the channel or whatnot just right. the idea that like I'm be I'm always behind the camera and Jordan will reference me and you'll hear me off camera I've just always really liked that kind of humor mm-hmm. uh where 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 you you hear something but you don't mm-hmm. see it I've just always any any time a, a TV show or a movie like does that kind of comedy that makes me laugh so hard. So yeah. I just kind of naturally do that sort of humor too. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that Jordan is just naturally. I I think there are certain things that certain times where I I I kind of understand, and I, there are certain characters that I kind of understand like what is funny or whatever. But I, a lot of times I feel like I have something like I I. I can come up with funny ideas, but if I have to execute them myself, it doesn't come across as funny as I would like it to. Okay. Um, but Jordan is way better at if I have like a funny idea, like executing that idea and making it hilarious. Um, so I think that in that way, it was sort of a natural thing. Yeah. There's another question from Rebecca Hindmarch or uh, yes. Hindmarsh. Mm, yes. And it it says, what was one of the worst Slash hardest experiences Ooh. of your life. Oh boy, how did you grow from it, Ooh. and how did it it affect who you are and what you do today? Wow, a really deep. That's hard a deep question. one, Malachi. It is. It is, <laughs> and I'm kind of impressed to be honest. That's a very it's Im- a deep one. Say impressed or depressed. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm oh, you're impressed. Depressed. Okay, I'm depressed. Thinking. I'm about not it. facing depression right now. <laughs> uh. Worst slash hardest experiences. Um, wow. I don't know. I feel like I've had a pretty good life overall. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, my, my, uh, I don't know how dark you want this to get, Malachi. I mean, uh, my, Go dark. my Go dark. mother-in-law passed away this year. I think that was probably like the, the hardest, uh, close death yeah. that I've, that we've, that I've ever had to kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was very tough. She had early onset dementia. So over the last few years, we kind of watched her rapidly deteriorate. Uh, so that's, I don't really know how that shaped me as a person. Like we're kind of currently going through that, uh, still sort of walking through that experience. Uh, this just happened in May, but it's been going on for years, obviously. Um, so, so, so yeah, I don't, I couldn't really tell you how that has, um, how that has uh, changed me as a person. Um, I know, I mean, we had, uh, growing up, I, I didn't have the best experience with churches. Um, okay. and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have to get like super specific about all that, but, um, but just, uh, that, that has, uh, th- that has kind of created the experience where I have to be very careful not to get too cynical about, uh, about, about certain things. Uh, and I think that's sort of reflected probably in our videos too, kind of like walking that line of like, uh, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, but I mean, overall, I've, I feel like I've had a pretty good life so far. Not too much to complain about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing that I also wanted to mention is Jordan's recent success. Mm. 
So Jordan on his personal YouTube channel, especially over the last year, it's just like skyrocketed. I know. It's cool. It's really gone crazy. And then yeah. the one 5 a.m. video is at like 2.3 million it's views. It's crazy. <laughs> which is absolutely nuts. It's insane. How do you feel about Jordan's success as of lately and how he's like really escalated? Did you see that that was going to happen when he made his personal channel? I know it was originally just supposed to be like a place for Ask Jordans and things, and he's mm-hmm. really evolved it over the years. And I'm just interested in like your thoughts on that. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's been about three years or so since he started that channel. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I've always said about kind of doing stuff on YouTube. You got to stick with it pretty consistently for like three years until you kind of figure out exactly what it is you like to do. And I think that Jordan's kind of now figured out what it is he likes to do, which is just whatever he wants to do with that channel which is working yeah and it it doesn't have to be consistent like it doesn't have to be consistent it's just whatever he's like he just put out a video yesterday just talking about all the different home improvements (laughs) he's made but it's it's Uh all very interesting i I think that that kind of stuff is uh, people very much enjoy it um Mm. and it does not surprise me in the least that he's doing so well so i'm like i'm really excited about i think it's cool yeah um and it's fun too because like uh i mean i think that uh, like Jordan really enjoys doing video stuff. I think that if I mm-hmm. hadn't been the one pushing to do video stuff when we were younger, right. this yeah. this is not a path that he would have that he would have taken. But it, so it's cool to see him do so well. Uh, right. it's, I mean, it, and it's just the story of my life. Like anything he puts his mind to, he just gets really really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this point, it's not super surprising to me anymore. <laughs> uh, and it's really cool. Like I, I get really pumped when he sends me new videos he's working on. They're always really good, and they just keep getting better too. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, if if you back up a little bit to not when Jordan's personal channel got popular, but more to when Blimey Cow itself got popular, mm-hmm. the Seven Lies About Homeschoolers video that kind of really took off. It kind of set a precedent for your channel that continued kind of from there with the Messy Mondays. And over the next like year or so, you came out with similar videos. Yeah. Um, do you think that you two or maybe one of you guys would, one of you guys wouldn't have would have continued on this on the path of being a YouTuber? Do you think you guys might have stopped along the years if you hadn't seen the success? Hmm. I definitely would have kept doing it in some shape or form. Okay. Uh, that, that's an interesting question. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know that after I graduated from college, I got the the bug again that I I, I just like I, I I got a job that I didn't like and mm. I was miserable and restless and I wanted to just I didn't have any time to work on anything I wanted to work on and Jordan was in college now and so I basically got to a point where I was like we either need to keep working on Blimey Cow or I need to start my own channel I need to do something like I I, I gotta like start creating stuff again I'm, I'm going crazy yeah and so that was when that was when we started Messy Mondays because that was sort of the make or break. It was like either we just need to end Blimey Cow and just definitively mm-hmm. say we're done with it, or we need to like do it consistently because I just need to know, I just need to know if it would work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there was never a time where we were doing it consistently, and w- there was never a time where we were doing a show that was meant to like be seen by more than just our friends, um, right? Yeah. So that's why we started Messy Mondays, just to see, like, hey, is there a way that we can do something we enjoy, but that maybe could could get a little bit more successful? And what was funny was around the time of the Seven Lies About Homeschoolers videos was when I had sort of resigned myself to think that 
there wasn't really an audience for the for just the kind of videos that we make. Like even if we were oh, trying really? to make videos, yeah, I even put out a like a we had a, like a blog back then, and I put out a blog post because we had put out a couple of videos that had done like okay. They had kind of spread out past our friends just a little bit. And uh, and we would start getting comments from people we didn't know saying like, oh, why aren't you guys more popular, blah, 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 blah. And so I put out a blog post just saying like, look, we do like a really, really niche kind of humor. You've got to like, there's a lot, you have to check mark, check off a bunch of different boxes before you get our jokes. Like you have to have grown up in this like kind of conservative right. Bible belt. Yeah. You have to like sort of be kind of questioning things that you, that you thought about growing up, but you still kind of have to subscribe to 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 what it was you believed growing up you know what i like like there there's sort of like this uh i don't I, I still don't really have a good way to explain it sort of this like cynicism but like a friendly cynicism like these are still my people but i kind of want to like poke fun at some of the silly stuff you know right. what i mean uh and uh and so i i had written a blog post saying basically like you know there's there's not an audience for this you know, oh. so if you enjoy our videos, you know, you're one of the crew, but this isn't something that's going to blow up. Then like two weeks later, we did that homeschool video <laughs> and it blew up and I was so pumped because I was like, well, wait, if there's an audience for these kind of jokes, yeah, then this is going to be great because I could do this every week. Like I could write something mm-hmm. like from this perspective every week. That would be really easy. And it has been pretty easy <laughs> over the years. <laughs> it's, it comes very naturally and it's it's fun. I'm glad that people have kept watching so uh, loyally over the years. It's been uh, quite the well, blessing yeah, and and you did like like since the video you came out with like consistent messy mondays you m- rarely would miss a week like it was very rare yeah and you were coming out with them like year after year mm-hmm. and yeah. then i i realized like as of as of recently you you started to almost shift like it's this it's the same channel the same stuff but you've almost started to shift from a very strict format that you guys were kind of put into mm-hmm. from the video blowing up and that being what people kind of expected to see to more being, you know, outside the black backdrop, mm-hmm. uh, different type of videos. Uh, Vic Tori, she said that, are you going to do any more Blimey Cow skits like the gift one? The gift. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think we've been sort of trying to kind of uh yeah. uh what would the what would the term be sort of like changing lead, direction almost yeah kind of lead people in and say like hey sometimes we might do something a little different you know because i yeah, feel like there's yeah, been yeah. times where we've tried that before and it was just like oh just do you know just just keep doing messy mondays you know why right. why are you doing why are you doing something different I, I don't like this as much uh and anytime that would happen we were like well i guess we'll just keep working on messy mondays because we like doing messy mondays you know what i mean but it's fun to try other things um, so I, I think we're trying to, a little bit of a different approach this time where it's like, it always like is basically messy Mondays. Right. But you're stepping out of the box just a little more. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so that if there, you know, is, is a week where we do something like kind of completely different, uh, right. it doesn't come as, as much of like a, a, a shock or as a surprise. Like I, I just kind of want, I eventually want to, um, get people to a place where, Kind of like with Jordan's channel, where you you don't know exactly what it's going to be each week. I would yeah. I would like that as long as mm-hmm. um, you know, we always have the messy messy Mondays to fall back on because it's such a it's such a great format, and I feel so lucky that we kind of fell into it. Yeah, because it's it's like it's such like a memeable f- format, and it's it's really easy to do. And uh, in terms of like, I should say it's easy to do in in terms of shooting. Like writing it is always difficult because. It writing it is it can be interesting just because there 
it's because it's a black backdrop, you have to be thinking about, well, how do we keep this interesting? Because mm-hmm. if it's just somebody talking in front of a black backdrop, they need to be saying something super interesting the whole way through, right. um, or else you need to find some way to keep it entertaining or else people are going to tune out. So that's been always kind of the challenge with that show. But I like that. I think that's fun, and it's kind of it's kind of encouraged me to keep trying different things. And now that kind of to that point where it's like, well, what if we just didn't use the black backdrop quite as much? Mm-hmm. Uh, what if we try something different? And so we've been enjoying that a lot. And it seems like now people are 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 cool with it, and we you know now we get comments more in line with like, hey, it's cool that you guys are 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 uh, kind of trying some new things, and that, so that's really cool. Like I feel like people are more primed for it now. Uh, which yeah. has been very encouraging. So it, it's like it feels a lot more freeing now not to think, okay, if we don't, if I can't think of a Messy Mondays idea this week, then uh, then people are going to be upset. You know what I mean? Like now it's like, well, what is there something else we can try this week? Like what what is something else that people might enjoy? So Take mm-hmm. me through like, I know you might not want to go too deep into it, mm-hmm. but like what's the kind of process that you go through for like writing a video for Buy Me Cow? Uh, I feel like normally I just sort of think about like what's annoying me that week, and I think is there a way <laughs> for that? Is there a way to like turn that into a video? Uh, <laughs> and that's usually that. I mean, that's normally where it starts. Like at least if it's one I'm really excited about. Um, right. Other times it's just like oh. It, 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 it like there will be like a, a a title. One of us will think of like a title. Oh, that would be interesting uh, video idea. Yeah, and it's like okay, well, let's write a video around this this idea. But other times, if it's normally if it's one I'm excited about, it's like there's been something that's been annoying me or bothering me, or maybe something about myself I'm trying to figure out, and then <laughs> um, eventually I'm like, oh, why don't why? Uh, yeah, we can make a video about that. And then normally regardless of what kind of video it is, I normally like will come up with one joke. And if I can think of one joke that gets me excited, then I just, I jot that down. Then it's easy to kind of build a video around that joke. Um, And so it's been more interesting lately just because we haven't, there's been times we haven't used the black backdrop quite as much, but I think the fact that we've haven't done that makes it more fun when we do use the black backdrop. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think sort of the rule we've a little bit adopted is that other than like big head kid and we, we break this rule sometimes, but like other than Big Ed Kid, normally if 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 it's going to be all of like the the characters like Hipster Josh and Yolo and Edgy mm-hmm. Kelly and all like those characters exist within the black backdrop Messy Mondays world. Like they're oh. they don't they don't really exist outside of that world. And so um so that we've kind of used that rule a little bit. And I, and I mean rules are made to be broken, but at the same time, like it's a it's kind of a rule of thumb. That mm-hmm. could be funny to subvert one day, but that's sort of what we've adopted since we. Because sometimes we'd be like, "Oh, maybe we could shoot this off of the black backdrop." But it's like, well, maybe those characters should stay in the anyway. Yeah. So these are all the kind of things that we think about uh, when we're. That's interesting because I've I've never really thought about it, but now that you mention it, that is true. Like I've seen Big Head Kid away from it. Yeah, and I think, but I I've, I've yeah. not really ever seen the other ones. Well, and Big Head Kid kind of started off of the black backdrop. He's a character right, that sort right. of that became a part of Messy Monday, so it kind of makes sense. But the other ones, like we've we've done it before, where they've been outside of the set, but for the most part, that's kind of where they live. And um, anyway, so the, yeah, so I mean. That's really most of it. Just trying to, just trying to, it's like a, it's sort of the thing of like, come up with something that's sort of bothering me or that I'm thinking a lot about, or maybe something that's going on in the world. And then kind of figure out like, well, what's like an interesting take on it that maybe people are thinking, but they don't really know how to verbalize. Mm -hmm. Um, That's sort of, 
I, cause that's how I, that's how I, that's how I feel in real life. Like I'm, I, if I'm in a conversation or I'm in an, in an experience or something, or I'm right. talking to somebody, I'm, I'm trying to like figure out like, well, what is this person trying to say? Or how do I relate to this person? Um, mm-hmm. and so I, I feel like I kind of pull that into writing as well, where I'm always thinking like, well, how are people going to like, how, how do I relate, how do I relate to people in a way where they're I'm we're we're saying stuff that they're thinking but they don't really know how to verbalize uh and right. in that way it kind of is helpful to them um so that's sort of that's when i i feel like when i'm writing good stuff that's kind of where it goes and i feel like it's nice to have like kind of the patron community to kind of oh yeah yeah give you give you ideas if you need them or like different ideas for a title and stuff i know you sometimes throw that up there yes that's and cool. yeah i feel like that can be helpful yeah um However, there have been patrons and other people of Blimey Cow mm-hmm. that have been almost trying to help you out on a certain series of Blimey Cow called Jordan's Messages by sending in fake news. <laughs> fake messages on Jordan's Messages. Yes. How do you weed out the the bad question? How do you weed out the questions and how do you know if they're fake? I don't see, here's the thing. I don't know how much of this to share because I don't want people to, to get around how I figure it out. Okay. But I'll say but that you, after years and years of reading have through a thousands of messages. Okay. I can tell when that just when the details are too weird, like there, <laughs> we, we got one, one time. I don't know. And it is. Uh, yeah. There we got one more time where it was like, Oh, I'm a twin, and uh-huh. uh, my sister was busy, and so I went out with her boyfriend so that she didn't have to. But she thought it. He thought it was her instead of me, and then she kissed me, and now I'm in love. It's just all like, eh. look, if it's something like yeah. that, like I, over it. Fake news, fake not news. happening. <laughs> Normally, I I feel like they're gen- and I mean sometimes they slip by me. I'll admit it. Right. But I think that yeah. normally. The details are a little sloppy and a little messy, and it's like a little too perfect sometimes. A little, too. yeah. Like for a real, for a real, for a real message, um, it's like I just think, could somebody have thought of this? Like, un- if, unless yeah. this really happened, could somebody have come up with this situation? That's, I guess, what it normally is. And maybe they've outsmart, maybe they outsmart me, but. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I've read so many thousands of these things. I can tell right. in the first two sentences normally if what I'm reading is is legit or not. And that's not to say they haven't got past me before because they have, and I'll admit it. They, but, yeah, uh, I mean, people have gotten past your method, yeah. <laughs> but do you do you tend to try to lean towards like the safe side? Because it's it's hard because they're writing in questions about like relationship advice and things. Uh-huh. And you can you can easily make up a fake thing. But then it also makes the real things sometimes right. a real good question sometimes seem too perfect, and then you can't use it. Right? Yeah, I. It'd yeah. just be nice if we just started, you know, not having these people uh, sending in <laughs> these fake messages. <laughs> Wouldn't that make life a little easier? I feel like there's sometimes where I just go on the inbox and like I like just the first four are like perfect, and it's like oh that's yeah. great. And other times okay. I'm like scrolling for like an hour. Like going through like a thousand of them, like just trying to find because they're all like they're normally so generic. It's just like I, I have a, this girl I like, and I think she maybe she likes me, but I don't know what do I do. Like they're like a lot of them are just like yeah. that, and it's like I mean, they're like for there's for, only so many of those you can use, right? Like for me, for messages, it, there needs to be there needs to be some sort of thing that really makes it 
like some sort of weird thing that we've not come across before. Right. And something new. And it's tougher because we've been doing it so often. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why it takes so long to go through all of them. Because sometimes there's like a funny one. I'm like, but I have to think like, oh, what would Jordan actually say about this? Ah, probably something he said before. We'll just do <laughs> We'll do a different one. But no- now normally we'll record like five or six of them. Oh, And really? usually, yeah, and then five or six of questions and okay. Jordan will answer them. And then normally there's like four that are. Yeah. I You normally do like two and then like sponsored by Audible. And then yeah. Two. Yeah. So. Exactly. So. Uh, it's starting to have a little bit of a uh, consistency to it. Mm-hmm, amount of questions. Yeah, and it's it's awesome. I love the variation in the questions and how it's it's. And then Jordan always answers. It's so funny. It's awesome. It's such a fun show because, like, I feel like that show is the best reflection of our personalities, like in yeah. real life. It's and, iconic at this point. Yeah, <laughs> so it's fun that people <laughs> like that. Show. It's cool that it's had like this resurgence this year. And uh-huh. like it's, it's like some weeks it's more popular than Messy Mondays, a show that takes like days and days to put together. I've seen that. I've seen like the stats, and I'm like, oh my goodness. It's like so funny and also demoralizing at the same time, but also encouraging uh-huh. when Messy just does better than Messy Mondays because it's like, what? I spent like three days on this episode, <laughs> and Messy just we like record in like twenty or thirty minutes. Uh, <laughs> I remember there was one messages where you started out and Jordan was like, okay, start the timer. And yeah. then it was like done and it was like 20 minutes. And you were like, see you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. It was so fun. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's finish out this amazing recording. This, this has been real fun. Amazing time I've had with you. Yes. Good times. With an audio calling that we got. Oh, this is exciting. From Victory Ice. Okay. I'm ready. The Victory Ice. The Send in a call. Victory. And the title of it is Hi, Joshy Pop Lemon Drop. So okay. what's inside could, I mean, it could be anything, really. All right, I'm ready. So I'm going to go ahead and play this for you. Let's let's see what you got to say about it. Ready? All right, I have a question for Josh. And my question is, if you could visit any place in the world, where would it be and why? And my stipulations are that you cannot say Tennessee, anywhere in Tennessee, and you cannot say any Disney-related place anywhere in the world. So you have to pick something other than disney and not home (laughs) (laughs) all right so that's the that's the question and i can almost say with a fact that you weren't gonna say any place in tennessee (laughs) (laughs) i mean (laughs) i don't uh, think that would have been your answer yeah i mean if i if i'm picking so i mean there are some beautiful spots in tennessee but i've seen them all so many times um obviously i would go visit uh, victory in Ohio, like that would be the first place I would go. Well, right, but it goes without saying. If I was picking somewhere else, um, I mean, I really enjoyed visiting Colorado. Um, that's a fun. What in Colorado spot. did you like? Because I just think of Colorado as like bare nothingness. Oh, it's the beautiful like, mountains, Malachi. Mountains, the Rockies. Uh, the Rockies. We went. What did you do up in Denver Colorado? Did you stay and, uh, somewhere? I don't know. We just uh, we stayed at one of those like uh, extended stay places for like a yeah. week. Kelly and I did for like our uh-huh. second anniversary, and um, I don't know. We just kind of we just kind of hung out. We didn't do too yeah. much. We just kind of went peaceful in Denver and went to Colorado Springs and just kind of hung out. Uh, yeah. Went went and saw like Garden of the Gods and went into the mountain areas, kind of north of Denver. Um, it, Would that be know. your pick? Probably Colorado. I mean that that spot just because d- d- Kelly really enjoys that place too. And if I went somewhere, I'd go with her. So right. anywhere out west, Kelly wants to go to the Grand Canyon too. We've never she's never visited the Grand Canyon, so uh, that's oh. a place I'd love to take her uh, at yeah. some point in the future. 
That'd be a great trip to go on. Yes. You're, you, me and you have completely different answers, okay? <laughs> because without her sending in this call-in, I asked my boss the same question Yeah. last week. Except my question to him was, if you could be anywhere in the world right now, and it can't be a place you've already been, oh, okay. where would it be? And my answer is, although I've been there when I was five, New York City. Oh, fun. I would want to go to New York City, yeah. try out the best pizzas, mm-hmm. go to you know Broadway, do all these things. Yep. And that that would be my answer. And he said like Tokyo. Nice. So both city places, and your answer was Colorado, which is like almost <laughs> the exact opposite. So, if I had to, but, if I had to pick somewhere I haven't been before, I would definitely pick Canada, just because Canada. I have I have so many friends up there. It'd be mm-hmm. fun to go like to the uh, Toronto area and and go. Have see you ever been friends. outside of America? Uh, I I have been <laughs> to the very edge of uh, Mexico. Like I've we've crossed the border and gone to like the uh, the like tourist area where like uh, the, the 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 people of mexico sell things to the people of america <laughs> uh but uh i haven't been i haven't been into like real mexico i have crossed the border but i haven't been like you know actually into the i, I didn't get past the touristy areas yeah we we have family in canada up in new brunswick so okay. i've been to canada before but uh yeah it's it's a it's a nice it's a nice place that's fun you know i i don't think it's too vastly different from america yeah i find it i find it pretty similar yeah i just it, it's just it would be nor all of my canadian friends i right. meet and see when they come here so it would be fun to go mm-hmm. visit them up uh in their native land yeah uh i also had one last question before you go i'm ready brother brother time season 3 yes when when? When, Josh? When? Um, it it's happening next year. I don't next know year. quite when, but I but I have the story figured out. I this, it's something I think about every single day working out the story, and I'm sorry that it has taken hey, so long. But the hey, fact don't that be sorry. Care, don't be sorry. The, we don't accept apologies the, here in the Blimey Cow community. The fact that people care. we accept content. <laughs> I really should just put it together because I don't know, like the f- I I shouldn't like take advantage of the fact that people are so interested. I should be like, you know, they could like not care tomorrow, and then are you gonna make like a big production out of it? I feel like Brother Brother Time season two was that way, where you kind of had I w- it, it was kind of a a big deal. I want it to be t- more chill. I like I I yeah. don't want it to feel like as big a thing. Uh, and. If I'm not mistaken, did you say this was the final season? Yeah, this is the last season of Brother Brother. The last. Season this is the Brother, end, this is the end of the story. So like everything that's sort of built up in the first second season all comes crashing down in <laughs> in season three. Uh, could, but could you visualize mm-hmm. possibly mm-hmm. once Brother Brother time ends? Mm-hmm. Another series opening up. Yes, one hundred percent. Like we would have to, there would have to be. It would either be a new series, or we would just start doing s- sketches to go back to uh, Hectory's question. Um, right. There would get like that would because it's like the thing is is like if we think about doing skits or sketches or whatever now it's like well we just should work on brother brother time and then it's like well I gotta finish uh, writing it you know what I mean uh-huh. but like but that's been hanging over my head for like as long as we've been doing messy Mondays basically. <laughs> That like oh I I want to tell more of that story so now if that story was done then I don't even I don't even know what I don't even know what that would that feeling would be like to have right. that story done so uh-huh. but I do know how it ends and I just have to figure out exactly how to get there so I'm uh very well, excited I can speak for the rest of the Blimey Cow community when I say that we are very excited thank you Malachi. and we will patiently wait. 
Will you will you be reviewing? Will you be reviewing each episode on the fan cast? I tell you what, I'll make a promise to you. <laughs> each episode, each brother brother time episode will get its own episode of the Blind McHale fan cast. I want like I want like a like a Breaking Bad Better Call Saul Walking Dead sort of like after show with like fan theories <laughs> and like oh I, I, this is why he said this and this is how this ties uh-huh. into that. Breaking down all the conspiracies, <laughs> going into the most minute detail. <laughs> Why did they show Sagan like Kevin's face in the mirror in Brother Brother Time Season Two? Yeah. <laughs> what were they, where were they going for there? Yeah. There has to be some hidden reasons. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, at first, I thought that Micah, my brother, I thought he was a genius for discovering that. I thought he discovered something you never saw. <laughs> I thought it was genius. I was like, oh, you're right. He, Oh, my goodness. That Kevin is in they, that shot. What an oversight. <laughs> they didn't, yeah. It was an accident, but then what was funny was I wanted to reshoot it. I was like, no, no, let's do it. This, this was the story of shooting Brother Brother Time Season 2, and this is why I wanted it to be different than yeah. the new season, because I was so high-strung that whole time. I was so worried about making sure everything looked just right and perfect and that it looked professional. Nobody was having fun uh, because I was yeah. I was so up in arms the whole time. So I, I was like, oh, oh, Kevin was in the shot. We need to do it again. And everyone was like, no, it's funny that Kevin was in the shot. And I was like, but Kevin is... <laughs> No, it's it's fine, Josh. It's fine. And at that point, let's just be done. <laughs> at that point, it was like the last episode, and uh-huh. I think that I was just like, I can't keep just making. I can't, this has been going on yeah. so long. I was like, I just okay. You guys are probably right. Anyways, <laughs> I just want it to be. Yeah. I want the next. Uh, I want it to be fun to shoot the next season. Like it wasn't. It it was the every and it was my fault. It was my fault. <laughs> was it fun? I just want it to <laughs> my be fun. My be. <laughs> But it's good. I, I think I, I know kind of a better how to handle it this time so that we all have a good time shooting it like we did okay. for season one. So hopefully yeah. hopefully it shows on screen. Uh, that how old were you guys in season one? In one, uh, I would have been like 17. Oh, my 17, goodness. 17, 18, 19. I mean, it went on for a couple oh, of years the first season. What, so. was, what was crazy to me is how long ago Brother Brother Time season two was. Yeah, it's been three years now. Just over three years. Three years. You believe that? What do you think is going to happen in season three, Malachi? In season three, let's see. Now that I know Jordan exactly what's going to happen. Jordan is going there. to find Sarah. Okay. Sarah's going to be his girl he's got his eyes on. Okay. And Sarah's going to dump him. Okay. And Jordan's going to somehow come back to live with you and Kelly. Mm-hmm. And then you guys... Have some brother brother time. <laughs> nice. There you go. That's, that's pretty the season good. right there. <laughs> pretty good. I guess and I'll that's I, why I you're will the rewrite it. And I am the watcher. No, no, I'm gonna rewrite it. It's pretty good. <laughs> Just rewrite it. <laughs> you're a genius. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even care that everyone heard it. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on oh, Malachi. today's episode of I the Blimey Cow fan. I can't even look. The fact that this show even exists in the first place. I mean, let's be honest, Josh. You deserve it. After all these years of hard work, you deserve. Such, this is, this uh, is the least I deserve. A this fan is the least cast. you deserve is a fan cast. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is seriously. Like, I, I appreciate all the effort you put into this show. I can't even. Every time I listen to this show, I'm like, I can't believe somebody actually puts effort into like something puts, that's puts just ab- about something that I work on. Like that's really cool. <laughs> so I really appreciate it. I feel very undeserving, but uh, I'm grateful. 
<laughs> well, thank you, Josh. Thank you so much. Also, yeah, but just thanks, just thanks, Josh, for being on today's episode. Oh, dude. 100%. And I would, I would like to request that you finish off today's episode of the Blimey Cow Fancast the way that I've been finishing off my episodes. Mm, absolutely beautiful. But this isn't my episode. This is our episode. <laughs> Don't be messy. And leave good call-ins.